Welcome to the She's Electric podcast. We're in the business of helping you to be your best self. Click subscribe so we can help you have more money, more success, more love, more laughter, and more time for you. I'm Pia. And I'm Kaya. Now let's get on with this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's going to be another solo episode and I am hoping that we're going to have some holiday fun today. I'm going to be keeping it short and sweet and this is just going to be a classic catch-up episode. The first thing that I wanted to catch you guys up on was a little bit of an update on how Pia is doing. So I have been speaking to her and it is so amazing to see her thriving during this really special time. Listening to her body, one of the kind of most interesting things that I've seen in the process of observing Pia going through her pregnancy and then entering this new phase of motherhood with a new baby and two children and her flourishing business is that... She really cultivated the energy that she wanted this experience to be about. She really moved with intention and she set up a lot of things in advance, which she talked to you guys about on the pod, systems to do with food in this investment she made within her business and also investments she made in terms of support to help her during this time. And it's so beautiful to see all of these things coming to fruition. One of the things that Pia got was a doula. And I have loved hearing about how this amazing woman has been supporting her during these weeks and first months. One of the things that I remember her saying to me was that straight after the birth, which she had a home birth, everything was just as she wanted it to be really magical and calming to be in the environment that she's created for herself her home that place that is her own personal sanctuary is that the day after the birth the doula literally came around changed her sheets and made her and Stephen her husband some delicious food it's almost like what you want members of your family to do but because you're paying somebody you can ask them to do all of these beautiful things that are actually what you need to help you out during this time and feel really nurturing so she has been getting loads of support and love and nurturing energy from the doula from that woman that she invested in to support her during this time the other interesting thing that sticks in my mind as we've been talking is that her body has been giving her information which has led her to notice what's happening in her mind and to be able to lean into overriding particular patterns. What do I mean by this? A couple of weeks ago, Pia was super excited. She was feeling amazing. She had been resting and bonding with her baby, spending a lot of time off technology and just being really present to her experience as it was unfolding. But she was getting a lot of creative ideas. I had the most amazing conversation with her where I just couldn't believe how much creativity she had flowing through her. We were talking about all kinds of things, but it was such um, a great motivation for me to see how when somebody really steps away from everything, they are just overwhelmed with ideas. 
um, when they get out of the grind, they've got so much more to take from by being in the real world. She was so full of ideas. And what happened in that energy of there being a lot of ideas flowing around and this energy of creation was that she got quite excited and she went back to work. And she told me that just after she did, her milk started to dry up a little bit. That was a real uh, lesson for her in the fact that even though her mind was telling her, you, you're ready, you can go back to work and you can do this and you can do this. And that's that hyper saboteur that we've talked about before, making a list of all of the things that you need to do. Her body was telling her that she needed to go back into that recuperating, into that resting and into that environment of not a lot of stimulation. So that's where she is right now. Thank you so much for the many of you who sent me messages of support in the last couple of weeks while I ventured out solo on the podcast. Last week, I felt quite nervous about doing a podcast on my own and I put quite a lot of pressure on myself about doing a good job. And I think the thing that was coming up, if I'm perfectly honest with you, was this sense of not being enough, of on my own, not being good enough. The best message that I got last week was actually from Pia, who sent me this incredible message of support after last week's episode aired, saying how much she had enjoyed it herself, which meant so much to me. It was literally the best message to receive. I felt so relieved that she approved of it. And what was so interesting is that as we were messaging back and forth about when she was going to come back to join me on the pod, I was reassuring her that she should come back when the time was right for her. And just confirming that I was, even though it feels uncomfortable to be here on my own, that I was happy to lean into that and hold the fort a wee while. It made me realise I shared with her that doing it together added so much fun to the experience for me. And it made it feel a lot less like something that I had to do and more like something that I would be really looking forward to in my week. It was so interesting to see like me saying that to Pia, I'm sure she won't mind me saying, really comforted her because whilst I was having my own experience of uh, fear and insecurity about whether I was enough to just do the episode on my own, she was also having her own experience of thinking that I didn't need her anymore and that I would want to do the podcast on my own. And the truth is, with like so many things, what we are thinking is often not what's true. I love collaborating and having a partnership on the pod. I miss my friend and that special time that we get together as a result of doing this collaboration. That's really the energy that I want to lean into today, fun. How can I make this more fun? How can I make today more fun for all of us while we're in the midst of this festive madness? So that being said, I thought that a great place to start would be catching you guys up on a recent experience I shared with my mum and sister. I have been wanting to have this experience for about two years now. I heard about it on a podcast actually and and it's a podcast that I really love and the girl who hosted it was talking about how she had been to see a stylist and I started researching looking at the stylist that she went to and then a number of different stylists and the thing that I became really obsessed with was getting my colours done. So the, those of you who don't know what this is, a colour consultation is specifically 
going to see somebody and getting guidance on what colours suit you in your wardrobe. This appeals to me on so many levels. The first, I love expertise. I think over the last year, I have learned so much about the value of expertise, about working with people who are experts in something that you want to learn about or you need help with. Acknowledging that when you work with an expert, it's such a shortcut to you learning about something from scratch. And also expertise comes from experience. So when somebody has experience, they've been doing something for a while, they have intuition and insight, which you can benefit from. Even if you teach yourself something, you can't replicate the experience that somebody else has just from doing something from a long period of time. So what the concept of having your colours done is that rather than going into a shop and just choosing colours that you like, you're actually thinking about what suits you, like what is best for you. That is leading into another reason why I love this, because it's all about optimization. I am somebody who loves simplicity. I like to keep things really simple. And this just appeals to me because knowing which colours are best for me enables me to optimise my wardrobe and optimise my style and optimise the way that I look. It makes it really simple because rather than me guessing whether something looks good for me or trying on loads of different things in a shop, I can walk into a shop, know which colours work for me, which are my real go-to colours, and then I can just walk around and pick those ones out and see if there's anything I like in those particular colours. I want to describe what the process was like for us and also give some information about the company that we use because they were so brilliant. I absolutely love the method and I can't recommend our stylist enough. So we used a company called House of Colour and they're an amazing company. They're a brand that's been around for years and the origins of the system that they use is actually from Bauhaus, the artists. And the original system was put together so that they would know which paint colours worked well together. That's what the colour system is based on. It's been around for many, many years now. I think it was first set up House of Colour in the sixth. And so anybody who is a House of Colour stylist is trained in their methodology. We went to see somebody called Michelle Marks. She's based in West London in Stamford Brook. And she was absolutely amazing. You would be able to find her on the House of Colour website. But also when you go on their website, they can hook you up with stylists all around the country. So if you are interested in doing this, I, I can't recommend it enough. I did it with my mum and my sister. And my sister actually got it as a gift for me for my birthday. She knows how long I've been wanting to get it done for. So I can honestly say, I think this might be the best gift that I've ever been given. So shout out to my sister. You really hit the mark. Thank you so much. She got it as a gift for my mum as well. And then just couldn't resist it. Got it for herself too. And it was so fun to do it all together. If you want to do something special with a friend, it would be an amazing thing to do for a small group, for a hen do, or with your own mum, or with your mother-in-law. It's such a great thing to do. What happened when we went in is she explained a little bit about 
colors and how they work with people and the the foundation is brilliant red at the center of the wheel is like brilliant red that is the color that works for everybody so whatever kind of coloring hair color skin tone you've got the one color that is a wow color for everybody is brilliant red if you think of that as a starting point the first distinction that happens is that on one side of the wheel are colors that um you have yellow added to them so if you can imagine like reds that have got more yellows added to them so these are warmer colors they are on one side of the wheel and then on the other side of the wheel are colors so if you imagine like that red with blue in them these are colder colors the way that the process works is that you arrive and she requests that you wear like no makeup and that you have nothing covering your neck and then she starts doing this process of draping you and this is why it's really fun to do it in a group, actually, because when you see other people being draped in the colours, it's so obvious which shades she'll drape you in two different blues, which one is a warm, one is a cold. Which of those is better for you? It, it's just so obvious. What I found so entertaining about this is that I, as I said, I've been wanting to get this done for a couple of years now. And I've spent so much time thinking about what my colours are and looking in the mirror trying on different things, trying to work out whether something is or isn't my colour. I could never work it out, which seems really weird to me now, because I think that you never actually go between two sh two different shades of the same colour in the same way. Some colours it's not so obvious and others it's really, really obvious. So you can begin to see the path to whether warmer colours or colder colours suit you. Now, Bearing in mind that me and my sister are both half Indian, my dad is Indian, so we have dark hair, dark eyes, and we have got mixed complexion. And my mum has blonde hair and blue eyes. She is Scottish and has very different colouring to us. But we were all the same season. So the way that it works is that there are four quadrants of the colour wheel and each quadrant is a season. Once you work out whether you are warm or cold, so we were all cold, then within that, you work out whether you are bright or you're kind of dusky. We were all winter season, so that's like bright colours which are cold. As I said, we've all got quite different colouring. And so within the season, we had different colours that were are like wow colours. And what you then do with the amazing stylist is that she literally goes through every single color in the season that you are and you grade them all so you either double star it at 100% you double star it at 75 double star it at 50 or double star it at 25 and what that double star means is it means how does this color work best for you so this part was so interesting for me for example a double star 100% colour is a colour that looks great for you to wear like head to toe. Whereas a double star 75% might be something that was a sundress. So, you know, you would have skin showing and something that was a double star 50% would be like you would wear a jacket over the top of it, or it could be a great jacket or a 75% double star could be like a great winter coat. It was really interesting to see unless something is a double 100% it those are the colors that are best next to your face it just gives you a lot of information about how you can put clothes together and how you can layer things I really loved that part 
this is where also the expertise and experience part was so cool because as I said we were all the same season but actually the colors that worked really well for each of us were quite different my sister's colors were a bit more moody and a bit darker my colors were a bit bright my mum's were, were also quite different they were all really different the palettes that came out even though we were within the same season we had a couple of shades that were the same the best news probably for all of us was that within our season is actually the only season where black and white is in your color chart and I think actually there's another season that has white but only winter has black I am somebody who does wear a lot of black and I was delighted to get a double star 100% next black I've really been wondering about this whether black did suit me or whether navy was better for me funnily enough when I went to the hairdresser a couple of months ago I was talking about this with her and she was saying she was like oh no black's definitely your color I found it interesting as well that she had that experience of looking at people and seeing what suits them it's really so hard to tell these things on yourself. And I'm somebody who really loves clothes. I really love colour, really love fashion. And I do look at those things quite a lot. I think we have a lot of blind spots when it comes to ourselves. So yeah, once we got our specific shades, which was really cool, she then just totally elevated the experience. This was the bit that I was not expecting and has been an absolute game changer for me, my mum and my sister is she then did our makeup. As I mentioned, she said to us to not wear any makeup to the session. She used all their products. And the first thing that she did was put on a primer, which I've actually really been wanting to get a primer for ages. So this was quite cool for me that she put one on quite lightly. And just full disclosure, like I have never owned a foundation. Maybe I had one once, but like I never wear foundation. I hate having anything apart from my skincare on my face. It's just not something that's in my routine or I have any experience with. I do, however, wear makeup every day. Since losing my son, it, it's something that I, I really enjoy the routine of just taking care of myself. It's become really important to me that when I look in the mirror, I feel like I recognize the person looking back at me. If I can do something to lift myself, like wear um, a bold lip, it just really helps me to feel better. In the early days of losing my son, there was a couple of times when I saw myself in the mirror and I just thought, I don't want to see like this kind of broken woman. And it became a, a therapeutic ritual for me every morning to, to do this self-care of washing myself and washing my face and just putting a little bit of makeup on it's become a ritual that I really cherish it comes back to that optimization aspect of feeling good through looking good through looking my best adding some color into my face uh, on days when I feel quite tired and drained after she put the primer on she put on some foundation with a brush my mum got this done first and my mum is somebody who wears makeup every day not a lot of makeup she loves mascara and she she definitely always wears something on her skin the stylist did our makeup in under two minutes and she just did four components she put the primer on and then she put a powder foundation on very lightly then she put some blusher on with a brush um, and then she put lipstick on and watching my mom get it done me and my sister were both just like wow 
she transformed she looked so fresh-faced and it took under two minutes and um, so she did exactly the same makeup on all of us and as I mentioned we were all the same season and it was really curious to me that we were also she thought it was strange too that we were also all the same shade of foundation like this powder but it's such a light touch it actually felt really light on my skin I've been wearing it since that day where I bought the entire set that she put on me because I was like this is just so easy and it just works it's so different from when you go and have your makeup done I think every time I've gone into a department store like a mac counter and I've had my makeup done I always come out and the first thing I want to do is get all this shit off my face and not achievable not like something that I could replicate myself or would look normal for me on a day-to-day basis so this was super super natural super super light she did that powder foundation and then this powder blush which I do I always put something on my cheeks I usually use this benefit Bene tint uh, which I love and I've been using for years but I really liked the brush and this light kind of color she thinks she put a slight different color on all of us the lipstick was the wow wow factor for me I'm somebody who as I mentioned I do love a bold lip I wear red lipstick all of the time I'd say it's part of my signature look and she just put totally different shades on me she put shades that I would not choose because I don't really like them but because I was watching my sister my mum and myself getting them all on even though well, like you yourself when you get it on it felt a bit dramatic because it was on you it wasn't the usual shade that you were used to when I saw how my sister and my mum just looked so frigging amazing I was like this is the best I've ever seen you look and the stylist was saying if you see somebody and the first thing you notice is their lipstick the lipstick is wearing them and I was like that's what's happening at the moment like all of the lipsticks that I wear I wear quite an orange red normally like quite a bright red some of them they lean towards the warm and my colors are actually like cool so she was putting on like this fuchsia lipstick was the first one that she put on me I did have a fuchsia lipstick years ago which I actually really liked even though I had quite a bright color on my face my makeup looked really natural I think that's the main thing that I noticed with all of us was that even though the shade of lipstick might seem quite dark it because it was your shade it wasn't wearing you you were wearing it and it just made you look like a great better version of yourself so that was really really cool I bought everything on the spot it was a no-brainer for me because it was so simple all of the products are really clean and light and natural they're not organic but they are on on the grand scheme of things compared to other stuff like expensive products that I use these are really good ones I bought the primer I bought the foundation I bought the blush and then I bought myself some brushes that she also recommended to us the best ones to get so this has been like a full life upgrade I'm not kidding guys I feel like this has just elevated all of us into having this really simple makeup routine that just optimizes our faces very exciting The other thing that I loved that she gave us guidance on was jewellery. I actually used to wear a lot of silver when I was younger and I've been starting to wear more gold recently just because I liked it. For our season, um, like silver is the colour that works best. My my sister, she loves gold jewellery. Most of her jewellery is gold. When you hear something like this, it doesn't mean that you can't wear any of the things that you had before. 
But it just begins to like implant in your mind and think a little bit different investments that you might make in the future. And certainly for me, I found it so helpful. It's just going to mean that I'm so much more confident to make investments in things now, knowing that they are things that really suit me. Another thing that she gave us advice on, which less relevant to me, but was quite relevant to my mom and my sis, because they both dye their hair, was obviously like the colour hair that you go for. So my mom, as I mentioned, she's blonde, but you can imagine like there's warm blondes and then there's cold blondes. For her, that was like really great to get guidance on that. The other thing I think for me that was a takeaway was that I love accessories. I love sunglasses. I think they're a great investment piece because you wear them so often. And I have always loved to have great sunglasses and to it's always something that I have put a bit of money into. And I've been eyeing up because I have been not on the spend for quite a few years now. I've been um, saving my pennies and not purchasing things, but I've been eyeing up sunglasses for quite a while and umming and ahhing about what to get. And I'm just so excited because now I know that black is like a great color for me. I'm really excited to go and buy a really nice new pair of black sunglasses. And I've been going back and forth between like tortoiseshell and black and like there was no brown on my color chart. So I can't wait to optimize my face with a big pair of black sunglasses. I hope that you have enjoyed hearing all about this experience and maybe it's inspired you to explore whether you might organize something like this for yourself and for your loved ones. I am going to end this episode like we usually end our catch up episodes, just sharing what my high was, what my low was and what is something that I have learned what comes to mind as a high with me in the last week is working with my coach I had the best coaching session earlier this week and it was just so exciting to set the course for the year ahead and think about what I'm going to be focusing on and what business am I going to be developing and what do I want the balance of my work to what I liked about the session was reviewing data and exploring where I spend my time and what brings me income and what drains my energy and what feels interesting and exciting. My husband has been away on a silent meditation retreat for 10 days. It was an adjustment for us both to come back to being together and we had a bit of bickering over the last couple of days adjusting to making space for each other's energy and not needing to fix each other obviously 10 day silent retreat is quite an intense experience and a lot of things have been coming up for him since then my low this week was bickering a little bit and acknowledging my part in that what did I learn this week one of the things that I think it's something that I already know but it really came back to me was about the 80-20 rule, Pareto's principle. And so this is about the fact that in most cases, if you actually look at the data, 20% of your time and effort brings in 80% of your revenue. Um, And you could say maybe the same is true with joy. 20% of your time and effort creates 80% of your joy. So it's looking at where what is the 20% of your effort that's bringing in 80% of 
the gains, whether that's a financial gain or whether that's an energy gain. So I have been learning that I have been spending quite a lot of time and energy focusing on things that don't bring in money or add value or amplify my client experience. That was a great insight for me to just get laser focused on before next year. And as we enter the last few days before Christmas, I want to wish all of you a wonderful holiday full of peace, presence, laughter and connection. Nothing needs to be perfect. You don't need to be perfect. And I want to end this episode by offering you the question that I'm going to be asking myself, which is what could make this more fun? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. See you again soon. Thank you for giving us your time. Did you know that you could change someone's day to day just by sharing this episode? Our mission is to help women. We all want more money, more success, more love, more laughter and more time for ourselves. Women Helping Women is how we're going to get there. 